As I sit here recording this on January 11th, 2022, I am on the sixth day of a seven-day suspension by YouTube for alleged medical misinformation. When I reviewed those two presentations, I believe I now understand what YouTube's policy about misinformation is really all about. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Here are the titles of the two presentations that were taken down by YouTube and which earned me, (laughs) earned me a suspension. The first one, proof that governors are not acting from science. And the second one, government is about to turn Omicron into a disaster. Do you detect a theme in those titles? Yes, the theme is it conveys and the data in the presentation is conveyed that, for the sake of this presentation, so this doesn't get taken down also, perhaps the government is not doing the right things concerning SARS-CoV-2, and that message is impermissible on YouTube. To be clear, if somebody presents facts, data, and evidence, and the conclusions to which the facts, data, and evidence lead, a rational, reasonable person would be that, again, YouTube censors, perhaps... The government isn't doing exactly the absolute correct thing uh, that would be called for concerning SARS-CoV-2. Then that set of data, facts, and evidence is branded as misinformation by YouTube. It has nothing to do with the validity of the facts, data, and evidence. It has to do with the conclusion that a rational person could reach from the facts, data, evidence, and conclusion. Let me share with you you, the exact language from YouTube's policy concerning medical misinformation, and that is that a presenter's presentation may not contain content which, and I quote, contradicts local health authority or the World Health Organization's medical information about COVID-19. You will notice there's no sort of exemption for, no sort of codicil attached to that that says, unless the facts, data, and evidence indicate that the local authorities or the World Health Organization might be wrong or mistaken. That exemption, that exception isn't there. In other words, if your local health authorities say this or such, or the World Health Organization says this is such, as far as YouTube is concerned, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, it is as the word of God. And you will not engage in heresy. Here's a prime example of something I really can't get into now on YouTube. When CDC Director Walensky was responding to uh, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor promoting COVID misinformation, putting it into the official United States Supreme Court record recently, Walensky said this, quote, For those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know they are most likely to get sick, emphasis on that word, with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated, close quote. Keep in mind, of course, that COVID is the disease that some people get when infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus. I think we're all aware at this point, two years in, that there's a difference between being symptomatic, which means you are to a greater or lesser extent sick, and being asymptomatic, in which case you're not sick. And of course, Walensky used the word sick. So that's, she's clearly indicating an active case of COVID-19, not mere infection. 
the definition of sick in dictionary.com is, quote, affected with ill health, disease, or illness, ailment. So you can see that would have to be symptomatic COVID-19, not merely being infected and asymptomatic. Isn't it ridiculous that I have to quote a dictionary definition so that I don't get suspended for medical misinformation by YouTube? Just mind-blowing. I suppose one could argue that she misspoke. We see that a lot with politicians. They say something and then somebody in the public doesn't like the commentary that's offered on that statement. So they'll say, well, that's not what the person meant. First, Walensky specifically used the word sick. So we have to focus on that. We cannot pander to the supposition, the conjecture of what she might have really meant. So where is the evidence, the facts, the data? Where is the research the conclusion of which would show that when a child is infected with SARS-CoV-2, that child is asymptomatic, minimally symptomatic, moderately symptomatic, or seriously symptomatic based on the vaccination status of the parent. Where is that data? And see, the way things work now on platforms like YouTube is I can ask you, where is that data? But I cannot say no such data exists, because if I ask you where that data is, I'm not making a statement. I'm not pronouncing a conclusion. I'm simply asking a question. Now, speaking only for myself, I am a professional researcher, and I've been unable to find any data that support, supports Walensky's statement. And I want to encourage all of you to do internet searches, go to whatever resources that you have to try and find data that supports Walensky's statement. And again, Walensky's message appears to be that whether a child who is infected with SARS-CoV-2 is asymptomatic or minimally symptomatic, moderately symptomatic, or seriously symptomatic is predicated on the vaccine status of a parent or the parents. Data supporting that premise what you should all be looking for. I also want to encourage YouTube censors who are viewing this video, do the research, see if you can find that data. I do have a question, however. If no such data exists, if I can't find it, my audience can't find it, YouTube censors can't find it, millions of other professional people in the medical field and the research field can't find it, my question is, of what benefit is it to society for YouTube to ban that kind of a truth, if it's true, if it turns out to be true? What is the societal benefit from YouTube banning that knowledge? Do you know what kind of information social media platforms cannot censor? Books! If here in 2022 you are sick and tired of these social media platforms engaging in censorship that's most normally associated with uh, totalitarian states, then I want to encourage you to go over to DrReality.News and grab yourself a copy of Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Mist. Because in there, you will find what you are deprived of in social media. You will see false establishment narratives disassemble step by step with facts, data, and evidence. And then once the the false establishment narrative has been shredded and you are 100% confident all these things you've heard for decades were false, they were lies, they were knowingly, willfully, and intentionally misleading you, 
Then in body science, I present you, I present you with the actual science, the actual physiology. And in income tax chattering this, I then present you with the law for more than a hundred years, which has been absolutely consistent over that time, and proves that Congress has never imposed the income tax upon the average American, people like you and me. And in fact, I haven't filed an income tax return or paid income tax since 1993, and here I sit, free as a bird, because what? Because the law. So if you're tired of having whatever you see controlled by the big companies that own the dominant media outlets and social media platforms telling you what you can and cannot hear, do yourself a favor. Go to drreality.news, get yourself a copy of Body Science, get yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist, and it will be like a breath of fresh air. And by doing that, you help me to continue to be here for you with these sort of presentations. Thanks. 